<laughs> Ooh. Excuse me, gang. Gotta light up this. Light, light up this. Light up these cheese. Light up this cheese. I don't normally like smoking cheesy strains, but you know. Shout out to people like Tweedle Farms. Amazing CBD products. Shout out to them. Sent me a nice little care package, a love package all the way from Washington. So shout out to those guys. Amazing work they're doing over there. last a little hairy anyway it's your boy Phantom Fuego how you guys doing today bring you the news views previews and reviews this is Twisted His Got a Point of View Anchor FM is where we get to it like we never like we never did it it always feels like the very first time first time Always feels like the very first time. I'm just being silly. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, how the hell was y'all, man? How was y'all week? Hope you guys had an amazing week. Hope you're not letting the craziness of the world drive you but so crazy. Because we got a lot more living to do out here, gang. We got a lot more. A lot more time to go. We are still young. We still standing. We still pretty. Still looking marvelous. We still looking gorgeous and, and flawless. You know what I mean? You don't want to be beating yourself up too much. So, you know, <clears throat> keep swinging. Keep your hands up. Bob and weave. Stick and move. Keep moving your feet. Don't let them get you up against the ropes. Take it one day at a time. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting, and that's what makes us what we, who we are, we warriors. That's why we will be victorious, because we warriors, we live glorious. Yeah, you know it's us. Said you know it's us. <laughs> anyway, guys, Whew. it's been an interesting week, you know. President Donald Trump and his cabinet, um, his attorneys have decided they will not back down, that uh, this is a fight that they are willing to take all the way to the end. Some people are saying he's ruining his legacy. He's going to lose anyway. Things of that nature. We'll see. All I can say is now this thing looks very interesting. It's just heating up. Um, I've heard uh, Mitch McConnell say that, you know, 
technically they are still within the time that the electoral college hasn't even met yet so a lot of people are saying oh well the election is over the popular vote is over that is true but i think a lot of times we need to understand that the electoral college does not meet uh, for several more weeks and until december and so from now until then the president has all this time to avail himself of whatever legal process he chooses to and uh, it's not really it really serves no purpose to tell him not to when it's only november 11th at the end of the day he is still the president until january 20th whether he would concede the election or not that's for 2021 presidency so he is still our commander in chief he still has the you know control of everything in the white house at least for the next two months at least for 60 days it's his show and so if for the next 60 days he doesn't want to do things like invite biden and their team over just yet i mean he technically couldn't could hold off on doing those things until after december 14th or whatever day it is that the electoral college will go in and officially declare a winner he would not be doing anything wrong anything abnormal we have these laws in place for a purpose and you know until it becomes december 15th december 16th december 17th we're kind of just getting ourselves riled up for absolutely no reason at this moment because no official election has taken place yet we've had the popular vote and because so many people involve themselves and avail themselves of the popular vote process which is amazing which is beautiful you guys make sure we keep going out and going strong we got governor's races coming up we got judges races coming up senatorial races coming up and i hope the people keep consistent and keep strong and do that for your local elections which really are where your voices can be heard and you can show your stuff and stretch your power and strut a united front and really get some policy changed with those local elections that are coming up, those civil races, those judicial races, those House and senatorial seats that are in your local area. Don't let up, guys. Don't let up. Borough races, county races, district races, region races. Don't let up. So there's at least 30 days, guys, that we have until this goes in front of electoral college you know there's going to be counts recounts it's going to go to different judges all of that before they even get their hands on it and officially get to vote and so I say I mean it was going to be all this time between now and then anyway if it's not slowing anything down or dragging any type of processes because, I mean, technically speaking, he's well within his rights. And I'm talking about, you know, a president, our current president, Donald Trump, is well within his rights to not concede the election and to let the people who get paid to decide it, decide it. People will say things, well, he didn't do this when, you know, 12 years ago and, you know, this time, November 9th, last year, 
four years ago, November 9th, four years ago, he was taking the podium. And listen, all those things could be true. And he could not want to be that way when <laughs> he doesn't have to follow. That's not a particular rule. That's not the law. The law states that he will be president until January 20th and that the Electoral College will select the president on December 14th. The law does not say that the Electoral College has already selected. The law does not say that the people's popular vote has selected the president. None of those things are true. If the popular vote selected the president, that would no longer technically be a republic. That would be a popular vote. We would be populist at that point because the bulk of the population would be the ones who constantly select who or what we go for. And while some people may feel that that's great, when you have a disproportionate amount of your population being one group, one race, one creed, one ethnicity, you could argue that your votes will constantly be swayed the way that the larger growth wants to go. It's nothing democratic about that, and that is not the republic for which we stand as one nation. So, whether we like it or not, we gotta just let this process play out, you know what I mean? It's your boy Phantom Fuego. Bring you the news, views, previews, and reviews. What's this political stuff? I'm not too shabby at it. With just the twist of his ghetto point of view. Ooh. Hope you guys is having a great week so far. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com is where you can get at us. H I S G H E T T O P O I N T. His ghetto point of O-F view V-I-E-W his H-I-S ghetto G-H-E-T-T-O point P-O-I-N-T of O-F view V-I-E-W his ghetto point of view at gmail.com anybody with any amazing products that you'd like to get in front of our audience his ghetto point of view at gmail.com is the place to do it his ghetto point of view at gmail.com is the place to do it Now I know somebody, people are going to be like, yo, you wrong. He's, he's slowing down the transition of power. This could be problematic. That's what happened to Bush during 9-11. But that was a democratic transition of power, was it not? Pretty sure it was Clinton that was in the seat before Bush got it. You guys can correct me if I'm mistaken. So what you're saying is a Democrat slowed down the transition of power and then that subsequently caused our then follow-up commander-in-chief to not be ready for arguably one of the most horrific terrorist attacks in the history of North America. I mean, unless we saying that, that's not how it happened. I think we also just be patient, give it time, let this thing play out. 
give courts their time. I understand Biden is saying he feels that this thing doesn't need to go to court. And I respect that. Courts take time. Courts take money. Tax money. Tax hard-working people's money has to go to finance these things. That is a very real thing. You could argue when we don't have money for schools, we don't have money for homeless people, we don't have money for so many other initiatives in this country, but we have money for law, for lawyers and for court cases. I completely, completely concur with all of that. But when we talk about who is going to lead the country for the next four years, that is something that has to be accurate. And if there's even one iota, one inkling, one intuition that any of this stuff, whether it be in Michigan or Philadelphia or Nevada or Arizona, Wisconsin, if any of those states, if any of those states can be fraudulent, if Florida can be fraudulent, turn them over, turn them over. If a state that Trump won was won fraudulently, if he had dead people voting and people voting a hundred times when they only won one individual, same Republican Whitman and pulled the ballot for him a hundred times, if people pulled in hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots fraudulently that all say Trump, they all need to be discarded and gone. And then if Trump loses a bunch of states because of that, then he should rightfully lose the election and give his seat to Biden. So I'm not particularly partial either way. If it was a Green Party candidate that came out of nowhere and had 40 million votes, and we need to look at that. If it was an independent candidate that had 50 million votes, if Kanye West got 125 million votes, we need to look at that and make sure the people are getting who they voted for in the seat. And I understand, well, Biden has 5 million more popular votes, so that is, he's, he's the popular choice. That is that can be a little misleading because again, popular vote means that you won out in states where a lot of people voted, where it's densely populated. The entire country, one, is not densely uh, composed of densely populated areas, and two, densely populated areas alone shouldn't make up the entire vote of the election. Some people say that's crazy. If I live in a densely populated area, I should feel like my vote, my vote counts as well. Yes, you should feel like your vote counts as well. But if you were going to vote like the main populace of your area was going to vote anyway, it doesn't really matter. Now, the only reason it would matter is if you were going to vote opposite of that. So like, let's say an area like New York, a place like New York generally will vote Democratic. True blue, we stay blue down to the socks. You know what I mean? Staying blue down to my socks, boy. See walking on my way to the to the voting booth. <laughs> See walking. It's that Kamala walk. Yeah, dig me. Hey, got that come doing my Kamala walk. Ah, with my blue flag. Snoop Dogg in the background. Smelling like mad sentence Amelia. <laughs> I Kamala walk all the way to the, with my Chuck Taylors on, get my Kamala walk going, 
throwing up all type of gang signs. I don't know what I'm doing. Got my hair in big doodle braids. Looking like a hooch. Stop being a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> West Side. West Side. And Kamala was the was the DA in LA. You know what I'm saying? What? Yo, this is perfect. I'm sea walking. I'm Kamala walking. All the way. I'm K walking. Kamala walking. Hey. Got my red bandanas on. Listening to Tupac and Snoop. Smoking on that gas. Hey, y'all like I, I think I could get with this. <laughs> I think I could get with this. But any in all seriousness, guys. In all seriousness. Let's just let the process play out. Let's let the process play out. And then four weeks from now, when the actual vote, the real vote, the vote that matters, not our feelings, not who's popular, the vote that the Electoral College will do. Some people say, boo, down with the Electoral College, that's a bad system. Well, what would you have? You would have, again, so then you have just the popular vote and the popular vote yeah, I don't want, I don't need a popularity contest for the person who's going to run the country. I need it to be a person who I feel can hold it down, get the job done, and make it happen. And if that is Joe Biden, then I'm cool with that. I'm thousand percent. I'm sitting fan cool with that. Cucumber cooler. You know what I mean? Other side of the pillow cool with Joe Biden being our commander in chief. If he is the best person for the job, and if he won, and the people want that, and then the Electoral College votes for him. And they take it to court and nothing came up crazy. Nothing came up funny. Nothing came up fishy. Other side of the pillow, man. Get that man the keys. Get Kamala the keys. We gonna be Kamala walking out this motherfucker. You crazy? We gonna be Kamala walking out this goddamn mother. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> gonna be Kamala walking in this mofo. But if not, and I know this is irrational and insane in some people's minds. What do you mean if not? Ain't no if not. Ain't no if not. Ain't no ain't no maybe. It's them and that's it. Yeah, I feel all of that. I respect all that. Y'all a thousand percent may be right. But I say let's just let the process play out. Let's just let the process play out. Let's just let the process play out. Let people do their thing. And um, let's just take it from there. Like, let the process play out. Let people do their thing. We'll take it from there. Let the, let the court process play out. Let Giuliani file his paperwork. Trump Jr. file his paperwork. Whoever else is filing paperwork on behalf of his campaign, let them file their paperwork. Mitch McConnell says he's cool with it. The uh, I saw that the Secretary of the State, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, said something about it as well. You know, so, and I understand a lot of people are like, well, this is the Secretary of State. He should be showing people, he should be showing the entire world that there is nothing wrong with our elections, that our elections are tried and true and steady and steadfast. So a lot of people had an issue with the Secretary of State uh, interjecting into this, 
saying, you know, he and he said it as a joke. He said it tongue in cheek. We're getting ready for a second Trump uh, term. Said it as a joke. Everybody went crazy. Of course, you know, he said it very tongue in cheek. You know, he said it facetiously. You know, he he's not sure where we go from this point, and he's just waiting and watching. He made it very clear. This is not the first time this has happened in the year 2000. It was 37 days of a stretch between the vote and them finalizing everything. And I mean, that's that's normal. If we vote in November and then they're tabulating and recalculating and restructuring and, you know, finalizing what the final votes are. And then they go in in December and make the decision. What is the big deal? That is legally how it goes. If they are not pulling wool over our eyes. And I imagine these things are a simple ballotpedia, Wikipedia, you know, any, go to your library and look up some, some voter books, some voting, some election law books. You know, I'm sure it's very easy to verify these things on a multitude of search engines via a multitude of book sources, encyclopedias, etc. So I don't, know if this is something that should be a big argument is it that they don't meet until the middle of december they don't meet until the middle of december anyway why are we tripping like he deserves to give his seat up before it's time and even when they meet in the middle of december and then he is officially uh, the the official tally is done. They vote and they vote that he is no longer the president. Then him being Donald J. Donald J. Trump, he would then be president from the 15th of November until about uh, the excuse me the 15th of December until the 20th of January. Around that time, Joe Biden and Kamala would be sworn in. There would be a transition. He'd be invited to the White House, get the get briefed by the. FBI teams, etc. And then we can say Trump's doing the wrong thing. Trump is bugging. We're going to get him out of there. We're going to have the National Guard. We're going to have the Army. We're going to have the military come in and take him out. Then, at that point, only then should we be talking about these extreme measures, civil wars, and things of that nature. We are entirely too early into the process that we're getting very mean and nasty and aggressive with one another over something that is so many months away how many people are going to be stressed and angered and anxious from now until the middle of january and how is that going to help our immune system our health our wellness our mental health our sanity our clarity our focus our ability to work our ability to love our families our ability to love our common our neighbors our ability to love our fellow man how is us being so angry and anxious and uptight and irritable and hostile to one another going to be effective going forward? How are we going to love one another again on January 21st? How are we going to love everyone again on January 21st, y'all? I see some people who have completely ruined family relationships, people, brothers and sisters, not talking to each other no more. Sisters and brothers not talking to each other no more. Husbands and wives completely have lost faith in one another over these elections. 
me, that makes no sense. To me, that makes no sense. If we doing that to each other now, what the hell are we going to do on January 21st? So a... Uh, Excellent interview, Angela Stanton King. Shout out to Angela Stanton King. For those that don't know, she was just recently running for District 5 in Georgia. Uh, Senate seat, Senate seat, District 5 in Georgia. Unfortunately, she didn't win, but uh, she got a ton of people to rally out for her. Her being the first time a uh, black woman, Republican, you know, for so, you know, checking a lot of boxes. But being for the Republican ticket, you know, it was definitely a contrast, definitely different. Uh, but she said she feels that black people need representation in all rooms, in all spaces. So she wants to be our representation in the Republican room. Black woman married to a black man, three black sons, two black daughters, you know, everything black. She wants to be black representation in the Republican room. We have to be willing to speak to both sides and work with both sides and be bipartisan. Our issues are bipartisan. There is no... Our issues are nonpartisan, I should say. Our issues are nonpartisan. There is no party lines when it comes to our issues. Our issues are everyone's issues. Our issues don't have color a a blue or a red flag associated with them a donkey or an elephant associated with them these issues are just real issues are just real issues are just real 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 issues very similar very similar to what ice cube was saying which got him shot at and eviscerated (sighs) shout out to ice cube man that was some bullshit we gotta be better y'all we really gotta be better we were willing to throw so many people away just for having a difference of opinion. Just for being tired of the same old, same old and wanting to try something different. We really got to be better, y'all. We got to be more understanding, more loving, more open, more appreciative, more responsive, more considerate, more empathetic. Think with our hearts a little bit more sometimes as opposed to just being so cold and callous and calculating everything as a, as a dollar sign or, you know, our bottom line numbers ones and zeros as we move closer and closer into a digital age it seems that our our souls are becoming digital as well and we're lacking the empathy that we need to have for one another the consideration the kindness the love The commitment to one another. The commitment to seeing each other get better and grow and learn from mistakes and evolve into the best version of ourselves that we can be. It's like if a mofo didn't come out the the womb, a full butterfly now, ain't no going into no chrysalis stage, ain't no getting in no cocoon, all that shit is dead. Like You gotta be a full-fledged butterfly from day one or we don't want nothing to do with you. And that's sad, man. That's disgusting because it takes struggle and growth and pain and development and heartache and failing and getting up and failing and getting up and failing and getting up again 
Before you learn to fly. Before you learn to walk, you gotta crawl. Before you learn to run, you gotta walk. Before you can jump, you gotta run, walk, and crawl. These things come in stages. There's levels to this ish. How we gonna love each other on January 21st? If we turned up so crazy now, where's this thing going? Got all the stores boarded up, afraid to open up. I ain't mad at them. I'd be afraid to open up too until an official winner is declared and we see how the people react to that. People be like, oh, they could get some insurance. Insurance only give you a percentage. You might have some good insurance that might pay you out big, but then what's your, what is your monthly fee for that type of insurance? Can small mom and pop shops afford that? Yeah, the big, the big Walmarts, the CVSs, the Foot Lockers. Well, sometimes the Foot Lockers is, is individually owned, but like the, the bigger chains, absolutely, they might be able to afford that. The ones that's not individually owned and operated, they're just the big corporate chain might be able to afford constantly getting ravaged and ransacked and ran through. But middle America, mom and pop shops cannot afford that at all. They are just trying to get by. They are just trying to get by. And you could argue that, yeah, they're not, they might not, oh, they might not do enough for the hood. They might not do give backs. Yeah, and so for that, they need to be checked and they need to be bought the hell out and don't need to be operating in those hoods where they don't actually help and give back to the community. That's a whole fact. But do they need to be burned down constantly? Is that is that is that gonna resolve anything? No. If you going and then if you do burn it down, are you gonna put up something in its place? Or are we just burning stuff down and just leave the hood looking ravaged? If we just burning stuff down and leave neighborhoods and communities looking ravaged. I don't know if that's the best idea, fam. I just don't know. How we going to love each other on January 21st, man? I don't even know if we going to get through loving each other through the rest of this year. It's looking crazy. And if the Electoral College come out and say Donald Trump won. That may be the very last straw for a lot of people with this country. That may be the very last straw for a lot of people with this country. And for other people, that'll be joy and jubilation. And the mixture of that is going to be crazy. It's going to be a fever pitch. It's going to get real bad. The mixture of that is going to get real, real bad. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Who knows? But uh, what I do know is this is his ghetto point of view. We bring you the news, views, previews, and reviews. It's just a twist of his ghetto point of view. Wednesdays and Sundays, we get to it. You can always find us on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can listen to us on your Alexa. You can listen to us on your iPhone, your iPad, your MacBook, your Lenovo ThinkPad. You can listen to us on a multitude of devices. You can listen to us on a multitude of devices. You can listen to us on a multitude of devices driving home. radio on, got his ghetto point of view, coming through the speakers, we appreciate you, you at the gym, getting your reps in, 
getting your jog going, getting your jog on at the park around your community. Got his ghetto point of view in the eardrums. We love it and we appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. You have no idea. Please continue to send us your support. Please continue to like, share, subscribe to the show. It's going to take a quick break. Be right back. <laughs> yeah, guys. So in other news, uh, NBA season is uh, just around the corner. They have officially agreed to start their new season on December 22nd. Uh, so, yeah, in a short time, man, they will be up shooting those balls up again. Uh, it is draft season. The NBA draft is in a few days. Uh, the consensus number one picks looks like uh, LaMelo Ball, point guard out of Chino Hills, California, little brother of Lee Angelo Ball, son of LeVar Ball of the uh, big baller brand. Uh, so, you know, it's a very interesting time. It's a very interesting time. I'm a big fan of LeVar Ball. I'm a big fan of Lonzo Jello and Melo's game. Um, I think they're just upstanding young men as well who will do a lot of positive things for their communities and, you know, just, you know, in society. So I'm looking forward to watching those three young brothers continue to grow, grind, and flourish. And uh, having people like that out here inspiring, growing, and talking about ownership helps inspire others to grow as well. So very dope, very dope. Uh, in other news, James Harden is reportedly in a trade being talked about in a trade to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, he's being pursued heavy by the Philadelphia 76ers, I should say. But uh, the Philadelphia, but the Houston Rockets don't seem to be willing to budge just at the moment. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are reported reportedly looking into a trade for James Harden to reunite him with newly hired president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey, per Sham Saranya of Stadium. According to Sham, I quote, I am told Philadelphia is expected to be interested in pursuing James Harden. Uh, Philadelphia could be one of several teams calling about the Houston, Houston Rockets guard, although his current team isn't expected to agree to any deal. It is an emphatic no from the Rockets side, Saranya said. Uh, it's a really a non-starter for that organization. Harden is owed $85.7 million over the next two seasons and then has $47.4 million of a three years, $150 million. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He got 85 plus 50. It's damn near. It's like $130 million Whew, for three years of work. Not mad at the take that. That don't even include his sneaker deal. This man is getting money. Houston has made the playoffs for eight straight years but failed to reach the NBA Finals in this stretch. And it was in, and it was eliminated in the Los and by the Los Angeles Lakers in five games in the Western Conference semifinals this past season. The franchise could determine the best path to rebuild, which would likely include dealing a high-priced asset like Harden. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are going to reset... Harden's going to have to go. Westbrook's going to have to go. Got a lot of good pieces. P.J. Tucker. A lot of those pieces, a lot of teams would covet. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just sad that they weren't able to get it done. They got so close so many times. But, you know, it's it's the end of an era in Houston. 
It's also understandable Maury, who has who spent the last 13 years as a general manager of the Rockets, would have interest in Harden after first acquiring him in, in a 2012 trade and seeing him blossom into one of the top players in the NBA, which I, without question, that is exactly what happened. Harden has earned an all-star selection in every year since coming to Houston, adding an MVP award and three scoring titles. The man be cooking. The brother be cooking. The brother be cooking. More especially, Maury especially praised Harden in a thank you letter after stepping down from his position with the Rockets last month. James, James Harden changed my life, Maury wrote. An entire page could be dedicated just to James. He's not only transformed my life, but he's also revolutionized the game of basketball and continues to do so like almost no one else has before. Pairing Harden with all-stars Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons could do wonders for the 76ers. The added balance on the perimeter would turn the turn them into an instant title contender maybe they should have just never gave up jimmy butler <laughs> i'll leave it alone however houston appears to be in no hurry to trade a superstar maybe they should have just never given up jimmy butler maybe they should have just never given up jimmy butler i don't know you can tell me i'm wrong you can tell me i'm crazy I know, I know, I know. And also, reportedly, uh, lastly, it looks like the Suns may be interested in dun dun dun, dun Chris Paul and will be doing a bit of song and dance to try to get Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns. If that happens, if somehow Chris Paul can make his way to the Phoenix Suns, that would be that would be epic, that would be amazing, and uh we'll see what happens with that. We will see what happens with that. That's all I have for you guys in NBA news. Also, in other stories, uh, the latest 007 film will be is slated to star a beautiful black woman. I think that's amazing. Uh, but her, her name, Lashana Les, Les, Lynch, uh, has been facing a lot of backlash and had to recently delete all her social medias to cope with all of the people attacking her uh, now that she's been be named the first black female 007 agent. So British actress Lashana Lynch will be, uh, will be an agent 007 in the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. The role detail was confirmed on a Harper's Bazaar profile of Lynch. Harper's Bazaar said that when the backlash hit, Lynch deleted her social media apps Meditated and saw no one but family for a week. And uh, this is, uh, of course, courtesy of Insider.com. Lashana Lynch will play the first black female, 007, in James Bond's new movie, No Time to Die. Harper's Bazaar confirmed in a new profile of the actress. While the, while the confirmation is new, <clears throat> is new news of Lynch's role leaked last year, leading to a backlash from people online who weren't ready for a black woman as a secret agent. 
For a week, she deleted her social media apps, meditated and saw no one but family while comforting herself with the knowledge that the aggressive comments were ultimately not personal. Your Daily, Daily Ward wrote of Lynch, I am, a, I am one black woman. If it were another black woman cast in the role, it would have been the same conversation. She would have got the same attacks, the same abuse, Lynch said. I just have to remind myself that the conversation is happening and that I'm a part of something that will be very, very revolutionary. That's what I'm talking about. Go ahead, Queen. According to Harper's Bizarre Story, Lynch's character Nomi takes over the 007 spy name when James Bond, Daniel Craig, disappears following the events of Spectre. Daily Ward wrote that Lynch worked closely with the No Time to Die co-screenwriter Phoebe Wallbridge, the creator of Fleabag, to have Nomi be a fresh female perspective in the male-focused franchise. Lynch also said that there was another goal in having the role like like this in such an anticipated movie. I didn't want to waste an opportunity when it came to what Nomi might represent, she said. I searched for at least one moment in the script where black audience members would nod their heads, tutting at the reality, but glad to see their real life represented. In every project I'm a part of, no matter the budget or the genre, the black experience that I am representing needs to be 100% authentic. No Time to Die is set to be in theaters on April 2nd. So that's very dope. Insider.com <clears throat> has some more information on Lashawna Lynch. Uh, definitely shouts to her. I'm sure she's going to do an amazing job. Yeah, it's, it's looking good. It's looking good. I'm, I'm sure it'll be very interesting. In other news, <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, a uh, Brooklyn rabbi who was accused of uh, several counts of child molestation recently passed due to complications with COVID-19. Uh, tragic story. Hold on one second, gang. I do apologize. Do apologize. Having a bit of a bit of a gaff moment here. Dan and inch. It's craziness. This is this is how you know it's real, y'all. It's really real. Yo, it's really real. Giving you the streets. Yeah, it's something you can feel. So anyway, I <clears throat> pardon me, guys. Don't have my, my lemon ginger tea with me right now, you know. Rabbi Joel Coco, according to NewYorkPost.com, one of New York City's most notoriously accused abusers, uh, has passed away. He was 74 years old. Uh, Coco, 74, was visiting the country for the, for recent holidays when he fell ill with the coronavirus, they said. I heard that he was sick. He was on a ventilator. Said Avi Moskowitz, a lawyer for the Brooklyn School where Coco worked with children 
Yeshiva Torah Tamima on Ocean Parkway. A notice for a Zoom memorial service was announced. We regret to inform you of the passing of the Rabbi Yahuda Kolko. The death date was not clear. In 2016, Torah Tamima agreed to pay an unprecedented $2.1 million to two former students who charged that Kolko sexually assaulted them. Moskowitz, who does not represent Kolko, is now defending Torah Tamima against three other pending lawsuits by men who claim the rabbi molested them as kids. And that the yeshiva, which is a Jewish school for those who are not sure, knew of the abuse. The suits were filed under the state's Child Victims Act which lifted the statute of limitations for alleged victims to suit. Kokol's death complicates the cases, Moskowitz says. You have grown men who claim that 40 or 50 years ago something happened, and now the person alleged to have done it is not available. You see, don't say that, because when it came down to Bill Cosby, when it came down to, when it came time for Bill Cosby, and I'm not trying to, see, I'm about to get myself in trouble, his ghetto point of view at gmail.com, Sending the hate mail my way, man. But y'all not about to sit here and say, well, oh, this was 40 and 50 years ago because Bill Cosby is sitting in jail right now, legally blind. Bill Cosby is sitting in jail right now, legally blind. Don't nobody care. The man looked disheveled. Looked like he can barely see, can barely get around. Don't tell me about 40 or 50 years ago this happened. Oh, well, Bill Cosby was still alive to face the trial. That does not matter. If this school knew about this teacher, this rabbi allegedly doing these things to these children, that school is responsible, liable, is culpable, and needs to cut the damn check. And anybody who's alive from that time, hey, right. If y'all could do it to Bill Cosby, then the old bets is off and it can happen to whoever. Anybody could get it. If Bill Cosby could get it. Anybody could get it. But Niall, Matt, I'm going to destroy this person's name. The Manhattan lawyer who represents the plaintiff, David Fromowitz, said, It won't affect the case. At the end of the day, there's little denying Coco did what he did. My client will testify. Just a horrible, horrible situation. Wish all those people, you know, healing. I wish the Coco family nothing but the best because at the end of the day, this is still somebody's father, somebody's uncle, somebody's brother. And, uh, you know, you don't want that family to be going through unnecessary pain and torture. And, you know, when people commit these type of acts, they don't really think about what type of pain they'll bring on their family as these things can manifest, you know? So it's very unfortunate. Mm-mm-mm. just crazy guys just just really really crazy in other news gang uh in other news gang 
This world is just so crazy, if you ain't know. <laughs> and uh, once again, guys, on a more serious note, I want to send nothing but heartfelt condolences and uh, just shout outs and, you know, well wishes to both the baby for, you know, the situation that happened with his older brother, unfortunately committing suicide, taking his life. And then shortly after the baby's uh, brothers, you know, the situation we have with King Vaughn over this weekend. 2020 is just not playing fair. It's truly tragic, everything that's happened. I don't know what else to say, man. 2020 is really not playing fair. And I'm just, I'm just tired of all the pain and the loss and all the tragic, all the tragic losses just don't make no sense. All the tragic losses just don't make any sense. All this tragedy... All this loss, it just—I just want a day, man. Where, where we don't have no losses. I just want a day. I just want some time where this is not a situation. I want some time where we we not mourning nobody, where we not crying in the streets, where we not feeling a loss, where we not feeling justice is not being served. I just want one day of peace. For 2020, just one day of peace. And it seems like that is entirely too much to ask for. And that's sad. When literally one day without somebody dying, somebody crying, somebody lying, can't happen. That's that's just crazy to me that we can't get one day, y'all. One, literally one day. I don't know what to say. It's crazy. This world is crazy. This world is really crazy. But this is his ghetto point of view, y'all. This is his ghetto point of view. I thank you guys so much for rocking and vibing with the show. As always, each and every week, y'all grind with me. I could be anywhere else in the world, but y'all choose to be here with me. And I truly do appreciate that. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe to the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Wednesdays and Sundays, we get into it like it's nothing to it. You know how we do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, once again, man, rest in peace, King Vaughn. Rest in peace to King Vaughn. Rest in peace to King Vaughn. Check out that Welcome to O Block album. Check out the LaVaughn James mixtape. Kid was having a hell of a year. Kid was having a hell of a year. R.I.P. R.I.P. to his fam. You know, much condolences to the, the baby's fam for the recent passing of his brother. Too many, too many young brothers being gone entirely too too fast. Too many young people going entirely too fast. So, in a complete uh, 360. Uh, more crazy news, a uh, recent Yahoo.com article, uh, dairy, as uh, some people know, you know, it's not really the best. You got a lot of people transitioning to more plant-based milks and things of that nature anyway. Uh, but uh, uh, in this recent article in uh, the Yahoo Life section, uh, under the eat this, not that, drinking dairy ups your risk of of this particular cancer by 80%. Study finds article by Cheyenne Buckingham. Uh, there are many reasons why you may not include dairy in your diet, 
But is fear of elevated cancer risk one of them? New research indicates that drinking just one glass of milk each day could dramatically increase a woman's chances of developing breast cancer. Now, queens, I know a lot of y'all, y'all like y'all ice cream, y'all like cheese on everything. So I get it, it's hard, but there are a lot of amazing plant-based alternatives out here. And you know, I know if you're older, you're older queen, you're older young lady, you're older lady, you've been eating ice cream, drinking milk, etc. for 20, 30, 40 years, it's going to be hard to transition. I completely understand, but please, please do yourself a favor and try because, you know, the dairy stuff is very bad for women, period. Most very, very, very bad for women of color uh, who are extremely lactose intolerant and are breaking down their body's natural protections uh, and doing this stuff and in, ingesting all of these dairy products. Um, Black men, men of color, period, should not really be dealing with dairy. It's, it's just really bad for us. Uh, digestion. For our, you know, reproductive organs. It's, it's, it, there's so many studies showing how many negative effects it has. And, you know, it's just time for us to just transition and move on from these things. So a new study commissioned by the National Council, National Cancer Institute, at the National Institutes of Health and Re Cancer Research Fund found that women who drink cow's milk could increase their risk of breast cancer by as much as 80% in comparison with women who drink soy milk related. What happens to your body when you can't have dairy? Dun, dun, dun. That's a related article. I just read that for some random reason. Nearly 52,800 females participated in this seven-year-long study. So, wow, they really... You know, study for a long time, if you study for seven years, which compared the health outcomes of women who drank cow's milk versus those who drank soy, all of which had previously been involved in the Adventist health study, too. An important detail, seeing as Adventists typically abide by a vegetarian diet and also tend to eat a lot of soy products compared to those who follow the standard American diet. Oh, okay, so like Seventh-day Adventist, I guess. Dope. <clears throat> Upon enrollment, all women were asked to fill out a detailed food questionnaire, and a small group was selected to provide 24-hour journals and urine samples periodically throughout the study. So this was extremely thorough. The results were shocking. More than 1,000 participants had developed breast cancer by the end of the study. Jesus. Researchers found that women who reported drinking 8 ounces of cow's milk each day escalated their cancer risk by 50%, and those who drank two to three cups of the stuff per day increased their their risk by up to 80%. Of course, this formation information doesn't suggest that drinking one cup of cow's milk per day makes a woman 50% more likely to develop breast cancer. Instead, this finding suggests that cow's milk increases a woman's individual risk by 50%. For example, the average risk for a woman developing breast cancer is about 12%. For a woman who falls in line with the average, her risk would elevate with, by 50% if she drank about 8 ounces worth of dairy each day. So you go from having a 12% chance of getting breast cancer in your life, ladies, to an over 50% chance of having breast cancer in your life. So that, it, it can't be... Live your life, ladies. Do what you love to do. YOLO, I understand. You know, you gotta, everybody gotta die anyway. All of those things are very true, but quality of life is so important, ladies. Quality of life is so important. Quality of life is everything. I don't want a bad quality of life. 
you know what I'm saying? Me personally, all the injuries and stuff I go through sometimes, it it can make life really hard to live. It can make <clears throat> it can make you have really dark thoughts sometimes. It can make things really negative. It can make things really rough. So just imagine having cancer and over a thousand of the women in the study got cancer. I mean, these are drastic numbers. As for the women who didn't drink cow's milk but drank soy milk, they didn't show any indications of increased risk of cancer. In fact, the American Cancer Association says that many studies currently suggest that soy-based foods such as soy milk, tempeh, tofu, and miso may lower the risk of breast cancer. For more, check out Breast Cancer Fighting Diets. Wow, so this is an excellent article, guys. This is an excellent, excellent article. Shout out to Cheyenne Buckingham for the great article. It's a dope read. It's definitely worth it. Um, checking it out, reading the follow-up studies. I mean, this is, that's that, those are not small numbers. Following 58,000 people for over the course of seven years, that's a very substantial study. That's a very, very large study. That's a study where they've done a ton of research, a ton of homework, and I know a lot of people who are into milk will be mad. People in the cow industry will probably be hating and be ready to kill, like they was ready to kill Oprah back in the day. But, I mean, what, what are you going to do? This is just too much. We got to get the people more into plant-based plant -based diet, plant-based living, because if not, we see what can happen. We see what can happen. We see what can happen. You know, guys, I'm going to get out of here tonight. Just wanted to touch in with y'all, let y'all know I love y'all. You guys are amazing. You guys are the reason I rock. You guys are the reason that I keep going every day. Y'all keep me strong. Y'all keep me moving. Y'all keep me motivated. And I appreciate it so, so much. Please feel free to comment with any questions, critiques, criticisms, products you'd like to display in front of our audience, interesting stories that you think I should share with my amazing, amazing audience, interesting people that you'd love me to have on the show. Here's ghettopointofview at gmail.com. Here's ghettopointofview at gmail.com. You guys have a great week. I'll see you Sunday. Peace and love. We out of here. Cheers.